You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Friday came with skills competition. Um, if you guys are going to struggle a little bit, it's because when you talk for a week straight, your vocal cords want you to feel like you have strep throat when you actually don't. So bear with me, guys. Uh, Friday skills competition was so cool. First of all, Panthers Arena is actually pretty nice. I know that's a tough sentence to say because the rivalry between the Panthers and the Lightning are so obvious. But they have a pretty stellar arena, not going to lie. And you first get in, they extremely emphasize the hot pink and the lime green, the Miami Vice vibes. But that's not what caught my attention immediately. Me being me, as soon as I walked in through security and got all my stuff checked out, it was the drum kit. And the whole setup that was just sitting at the bottom there. And if you guys didn't know or finally found out on Saturday, Fallout Boy was the second intermission uh, all-star performance. And yes, the nostalgia was real. I was back to my emo middle school, high school self. And that was amazing for me. Probably embarrassing for others who had to watch me enjoy that. Um, nice little tidbit. Yes, Casey was the, the too much eyeliner. I didn't wear like golf clothes, but you know, I skateboarded, I did all the weird things. Um, so totally love that got distracted by that for a full 30 minutes before finally getting around the arena and the skills competition to see that live was, I honestly have no words because you see how spectacular these guys are with such ease, but you know, they can't really use these in games. Like seeing this, this skill set level is really hard to do at a fast pace normal movement of the game so being able to see it there then you're like wow this guy really is that good or this guy needs to be talked about way more so that was probably my favorite part about the skills competition things opened up with the fastest skater everybody was excited to see kale mccarr and thought that he was going to be the guy well no mccarr wiped out (laughs) around the bend as he was just coming towards the finish line um, not that it was humorous, but of course the guys are having fun with all of this on the ice, but it was just really unexpected. You're just like, dang, you had a little too much momentum on that last bend there, guy. And he was out. I mean, 22 seconds was not going to match what Kevin Fiala and Svechnikov were putting up. So the finale was Svechnikov versus Fiala. Uh, Fiala kind of took a little too wide of a turn on that final bend, adding a, a second to his time. And Svechnikov came in about 0.07 of his previous time. So Svechnikov takes fastest skater this year at NHL All-Star Weekend. The one that was most humorous to me, of course, was when it came down to the accuracy shooting competition. You had McDavid, you had Dreisaitl, you had Nikita Kucherov, who was honestly somewhat a fan favorite, but he just barely, barely made fourth place. And top four guys go to the final. And I feel like this was kind of... This was kind of messed up. You don't put Connor McDavid last in a competition. You don't get people's hopes up to think that they're seeing something that's going to be accurate, pun intended, to not be to not be accurate. These guys thought that they were crushing it. 13 seconds, hit four bullseyes. 15 seconds, okay, we're good. Cooch was at 18 seconds, sitting at number four, but it, it looked like a shoe-in. It looked like, you know, this was your final four. And no, Connor McDavid comes in last and hits all four targets in nine seconds, making it look 
beyond easy. I, if I was a player down on the ice, I'd have been like, he has to go first. We have to see what the best of the best is working with. You don't save him for last and get people's hopes up and then just couldn't take it all away. So as soon as McDavid did that, um, it was just so tough to watch. Nine seconds. Everybody else was like, the best one was maybe 13, 14 seconds. Nine seconds comes Connor McDavid, knocks Nikita Kucherov out of fourth place, takes first place, and then top four guys go in to win it. And it actually was not uh, McDavid that won it at the end. Um, you kind of got stuck on those bottom targets there. So that was so cool to see. Then you have the shootouts with the goalies. They had <laughs> one goalie behind that to send the puck down and score across. And if we learned one thing, Sorokin does not have, uh, well, he doesn't really have any puck handling skills. He couldn't get it in. We thought that that was going to be detrimental to Vassy, who was crushing it in the net. And so that was cool for the, what did they call it? The Tendi tandem was for the goaltenders. And then, of course, one of the most intriguing ones, the hardest shot in the league. People were going berserk thinking that Ovechkin was going to come in and hit like a 105 or something wild. And it was not. It was Elias Patterson from the Canucks who came in and put up, he posted like a 103 and a 105. So it was just not even close for the guys. Some of the defensemen that you thought were going to get a little bit closer in there, like Seth Jones. Uh, no, he had like a 93 and a 95. Ovechkin missed the first one and then racked up a 95. So all of these skills competitions, again, just show you how if the guys had maybe another tenth of a second on the ice to make these decisions, what we would be seeing. But the skill sets there, the precisions there, the uh, impossible capability to break on a dime, to make decisions in tight spaces, all the things that make you love hockey to begin with, was very much uh, emulated as well as just highlighted in the skills competition and also our weekend as a whole. So that was Friday and then comes the skills game on Saturday where, you know, you break it, break it up in a three on three format. We had a lot of conversations previously with people if they like the three on three format. I'm a fan of it. The only time that three on three stresses me out is obviously when your team is in a tight contention and you want them to win and you can't breathe when it comes down to, to that setup. So three on three was amazing. Um, the guys still had so much fun with it. They really displayed their their skills. They really displayed a lot of swag. Um, a surprising swaggy player out there was Matthew Kachuk. Now, I'm not going to get too high up on everything that Matthew did because he is still technically a rival, but he was crushing it. He was crushing it. He had a heck of an all-star game. I haven't seen him skate like that, honestly, in most of the Panthers games, and I haven't followed his career much before that. So, I will say this, Matthew Chuck, you get a, a hats off from me and there's no pun intended there because Matthew Kachuk did have a hat trick. So when things got going at three o'clock, you had Central taking on Pacific and Central made it look like cake work. I uh, was talking to some of the colleagues from WDAE and I was like, I would not be surprised if Central wins at all because you also had so much familiarity. You had Rantanen and McKinnon as and McCarr all playing on the same, you know, playing at the same time they know each other they are familiar obviously they're teammates and they made it so obvious at first but I think the guys started picking up on it and knew how to separate them a little bit so Central takes the first game 
Metropolitan and Atlantic was interesting because the one-two punch that was Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin was impossible to not enjoy, but it was terrible if you were rooting for the Atlantic. So um, that came on about three different times, and then Ovechkin put up a goal as well. But Atlantic, they they got up there. They sealed the deal for themselves. It was Dylan Larkin, Matthew Kachuk, um, and Nikita Kucherov, yours truly, that helped the Atlantic team push through. Um, and that's not me not – not taking into account what David Pasternak brings to the table, but Pasta, Pasta was the finale guy. He was the guy in the final putting in work along with Matthew Kachuk. So it was really cool to just see what players would step up for each division. And um, the Atlantic was kind of not obvious, I want to say, but it was cool to see Matthew Kachuk kind of top the charts there. Nikita Kucherov still doing what Kuch does. Um, Nikita Kucherov and Pasternak playing on the same line is something that we all want to see again and again and again forever. If that was a trade that could be done, that'd be sick. And I mean, Pasta coming to Tampa, not ever seeing Kucherov in a Boston Bruins jersey. So the finale was Central taking on the Atlantic, and the guys were able to handle the the Colorado Avalanche guys. Um, And the goaltending is really what it came down to uh, between Vasilevsky and Sorokin. They kept these guys from scoring up towards the end is when they were able to put up a few more points. But then you have the Dylan Larkin with a hat trick and Matthew Kachuk with a hat trick in the finale. And they sealed the deal for the Atlantic. Now, what made this even better is the fact that ever since the three-on-three format went down, down in 2016, the Atlantic has not won. So the Atlantic finally get a crown after a great weekend in Fort Lauderdale. The Central is the only division to not win one yet. Something to keep in mind. I don't know. Maybe it's petty, but it just made me think of Colorado Avalanche versus the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup that just went down that could have maybe played out differently or better, but leave it to me to think that way. So, so much excitement around the All-Star Weekend. Atlantic takes the cake, and we got to talk with Andre Vasilevsky after as well as Pasternak and um, I couldn't hang back and wait for Nikita Kucherov, but between Vasi and Pasta, they were both very excited to not only rep the Atlantic Division, but to help the Atlantic Division finally collect a W, a crown, and a trophy. And Pasta was saying that he just had so much fun with it. There was so many one-on-ones and breakaways that he had, and he's just toying with them. He had one of the most narrow, nasty five holes that you would see. I get it, guys. It is just a fun NHL competition. But still, when you see these guys do do these incredible things on the ice, you still have to appreciate it. You still have to love it. So Pasta toying with goalies out there. So he made a joke about, you know, just kind of using that moment in space to get creative and try some things that he may or may not try in the game and may or may not be trying in the second half of the season. So that confident chip that's going to go on a lot of these players' shoulders is going to make for a big second half of the season, the most important part of the season, heading towards playoffs. So That's all of the recapping I can give without completely dragging it all for NHL All-Star Weekend. Again, a beautiful weekend. Um, So much to look forward to when it comes to next year. NHL Commissioner uh, did announce that next year's NHL All-Star Weekend will be in Toronto. So we're really looking forward to that. Love Canada. Love Toronto. Been there a few times. Um, Would have loved to explore somewhere else, but I will never complain against going to an original sixth place and getting to just embrace that much more hockey. And of course, Justin Bieber is probably going to be like the face of that all-star weekend because we know his obsession, his love, his diehard love, not only for the Leafs, but for Austin Matthews. 
And as I mentioned, guys, we got a chance to talk with Pasternak as well as Andre Vasilevsky after Atlantic took the W versus Central. Here is what Andre Vasilevsky had to say after the game and how excited he was about taking the W and representing the Atlantic. That's kind of a highlight that everyone's been looking forward to today. I mean, was that even special for you? Even yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say so. No, you can play. As I said, it was always like about. I kick your ass. Ovechkin and Crosby looked better. Now they they were on the same team. And, um, I was expecting uh, both of them. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, I didn't go well in that situation, but yeah, can't complain. Right? What is it like talking to Sid off the ice? What is it like getting an interact with Sid off the ice? Yeah, when you're in the locker room and just kind of hanging out and yeah, yeah, you know, as, as I said, the, the goal was to share, share this moment with the best uh, players in the world. And, um, just uh, like, uh, as you said, little little uh, uh, chat in the locker room as well, and, uh, and all some funny trash talk on the ice from uh, the other team. That, you know, just, just uh, it's it's all about having fun, you know. Uh, for us, for the fans, for the time, so, so it's been, yeah, it was such an, an amazing experience. Fazzy, now you guys got the prize money. Any idea what you're gonna do with your cut? Uh, to be to be honest, I. There's a reason it's why. It's like for first time it's my kick all star and I've never won, so I have no idea what's, what's the deal here. Is it like, um, yeah, I guess we'll find out and then we'll figure out so we can do it. Other ones as well. Anything that you can take as a goalie, we can kind of help you as you guys have to try to get back to the regular season. Just emotions, obviously. It's it's not like there's like much uh, game experience because guys uh, not trying that hard as, like in the game right it's probably no, like, to step it up. Um, no, 60-70% so yeah it's just hard to take something for for a little game but uh, you know emotionally it was such a such a boost uh, yeah it just was uh, it was a good thing just uh, to get away from, from the regular season and have fun a little bit and kind of, uh, you know, joke around on the ice, do some silly things. Uh, uh, and now, but it's, uh, now it's goal time again. Basically, Panarin, remember us from his trade hockey family. Remember what? What do you think you'll remember yeah. most? Like, uh, like from this weekend? Now when I'm eating like that. That was uh, that was that was tough. Probably just uh, everything. So why did uh, so it's it's so tough to pick just one one they moment. Uh, I mean, we were talking about Ovechkin uh, and Crosby like two or no uh, against me. So it was probably one of them. But uh, yeah, just in general. You know, just uh, to have that uh, great time with, uh, with all the guys in the locker room. Fezzi Panarin made a comment yesterday about how many Russians. He looked around on the bus and saw so many Russians. What is it like to look out there tonight and see so many Russians out there on the ice? Yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, uh, we, were, uh, we were having fun. Uh, you know, a little, a little uh, friendly fresh talk to on the ice. Just some silly, uh, silly stuff. And, uh, but no, as I said that before, great for our country.